Hello and welcome back to the Sport Hotel podcast. How are you getting on? It's been a while since I've done one of these. I think it was June, nearly June, since I have put one out. Uh, obviously, due to personal reasons, I didn't have either the time or motivation to make one. Just didn't feel like it. But I'm back and very motivated. New year, new me, all that sort of crack. I said I'd do an intro for a couple of reasons. One, giving a small bit of background about we said season two in commas. Um, initially, the season one, I was going to do topics, random topics in sports, blah blah blah. Season two is going to be a small bit different. It's going to be mainly interviews and discussions with sports people of all different types of sports, ages, so on and so forth. I'm very excited about it because rather than trying to come up with random topics and researching them for hours and hours, I get to chat to people about their sport. It might necessarily just be about their career, about areas in their sport, things in their sport, topics in their sports they want to talk about. I've already got a good few names lined up. Previously, I always wanted to be chatting to people, but the setup I had, I was actually doing the podcast in school. Obviously, it was set in that room. Couldn't travel anywhere, couldn't um, bring people to the school, so I didn't really have the option. But now, I've got equipment, got a new laptop, got everything, so I can either meet people or do it via Zoom. That's also another reason why I wanted to do a small intro. This is obviously episode one. I've done it with Conan O'Donnell, professional rugby player. And the worst thing is that it sounds horrific. And as I said, I got loads of new mic. I got two new microphones, a laptop, headphones, all the gear. Real motivated. We sat down. I set up all the gear. Anyone who knows Conan knows that he is a gas character, and I knew it would be a serious podcast, and it was. We had a great chat. The problem is the audio is just terrible, and I was looking back at the audio. I was trying to edit everything. I didn't want to stop during the podcast because we were chatting away and it was flowing. I didn't want to stop and say, oh, let me check this and start again. So recorded the whole thing and then when I was listening to it, I knew it sounded terrible, but I thought I could edit it. And I've been editing for hours and trying to learn different techniques and I just realized that I was recording through my laptop. And... If you listen to it, my voice is really muffled. His isn't great, but mine's really muffled. That's because the laptop was faced me at me, and he was the far side of it. And I was doing this with my sister, trying to set it up a couple of days before, and I couldn't understand why her voice sounded normal and mine was really loud and, and you know, muffled. So that is the issue. I don't know what to say. I apologise to going on. Although I got a great kick out of it, because... We chatted for 40 minutes and I got to learn about his career. You can't hear much. I thought about kind of quoting him or maybe taking clips from it and discussing them, but I don't want to misquote him. Um, as I said, I got a serious amount of information about the life of a professional athlete and the struggles of a professional athlete. He talks about how you know his contracts are year to year and nothing's really guaranteed. It seems great, you know, as he said, he's doing what he loves as his job, but at the same time there is you know, two sides to it. There's a side where you get to play sport for a living, the other side where it's like 
next year you mightn't have a job or you might get injured and that might be the end of you. So all I can say is I appreciate Conan's time so much. I apologize in advance for how bad this sounds. This is what it's supposed to sound like. Relatively clear, not harsh on the ear. Unfortunately, it's quite the opposite. The only thing that I'm happy about is I figured out what was wrong. I was using the microphones and I was thinking, how could the audio be this bad with, with good microphones that I've just bought? So at least I know for the future what to do and what not to do. I've also had to go back and edit and take out some parts where we're laughing because when we're laughing it obviously gets very loud and it's unbearable on the ear. So maybe sometimes throughout it you might hear the volume drop or it cut out a slight bit. That's because I've had to take it out because you literally can't, you wouldn't be able to keep your phones in. So I have more guests lined up. I'm very excited. I've a couple recorded ready to go. But without further ado, this is my conversation with Conan through a potato. I'm here with the infamous Conan Owl. He has an illustrious career in rugby. He has played for Connacht. He played in Japan. He's played in New Zealand. But most importantly, you brought my girlfriend to the Devs. So, <laughs> Conan is a professional rugby player. You've played all over the world, lad. Tell me where your favourite place that you played was. Probably Japan for some reason. I was not travelling because I was only there for two weeks and obviously got to see Japan. You were only there for two weeks? Yeah. What were you going to for the next four weeks? And how was that? So you are there for two weeks, playing rugby? In Japan, yeah. And then did what for four weeks? Touring the world for four weeks. <laughs> Playing with that Japan, yeah. Japanese folk. So kind of was... Uh, no, the only thing is that's the same That's serious. Yeah, it was class. On that, we'll go backwards. I met you in America, uh, in the J1. Um, were you looking at the boys? Down in that house, the blue and white house. Oh, oh I forget what it was called. Like Alpha, Delta, Belfort. You weren't an Argyle, though, were you? No, I was not an Argyle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was trying to do that. Yeah. Um, right, so, you grew up playing rugby. On the Wikipedia, you know you made it when you're big Wikipedia. Oh, I made it myself. <laughs> It's like as if I don't know you, I just looked up your Wikipedia. Find the truth. <laughs> I seen it was like Conan played loads of sports when he was younger. So like you're playing guy, play rugby, that's it. Soccer hurling, yeah. And then athletics. What were you doing in athletics? Did you have a hundred meters for some of those? Yeah. 
I thought you had this conversation we're going to today. Please told me this ages ago. She's like, my phone's like rapid, like over like 10 years. But just because you asked me, don't you? You're gas pretty soon. Yeah, sure. That's it. You're just a game, though. I'm a pro, but I'm wet. Don't have the speed anymore. Um, so, at what point did you like to say, I'm just going to do rugby? Was it the fact that you just were better at that? Or? Uh, it probably comes down to um, those slide number 16 trials for uh, football. And I never started for my club team. But there was open trials under and the coach was like, oh, no, who wants to go to um, the under 16 trials? And I was like, you know what? I still at my home, working my ass off every day, and probably had the best team in the country win every day. So I put my hand up, and we were like, Peter, Dylan, Stephen, Colin? <laughs> kind of question of being like, and he just goes, oh, all right, and then we don't even else. <laughs> so anyway, he told us the time. Um, so I walked up to the county under 16 trials, and like, humble bag, but I probably was the best cornerback at the trials. Now, it was based on like every club performance I did not deserve to be. I don't think they were looking at under 16 club performance. Yeah. But these trials, I marked through the four people who got on the team. Kept them all scoreless. In fact, got Didn't even touch the ball. <laughs> and, you, know, you know, kept the ball and I was like making breaks from the back and I was setting up a few, few attack and break moves, but... Then I was, uh, I was doing speech and drama at the time, and I was like, <laughs> I took over. After the day, So then, yeah, I was only late to speech and drama, but it's an O'Donnell tradition to be late, so I was a half hour late for speech and drama. So I rocked in, and I was like, about to go, and I hadn't heard about these Candy Under 16 trials or how they went in a couple of weeks. Then I got a call from the manager, him, him and Kelly. I look at my phone, take a big deep breath, because I was about to go into playing Russian. I ring him. I answer it and he goes, Oh, come on, how you getting on? I was like, Oh, yeah. There I was thinking I had it. Yeah. Tommy was in the bag. He goes, Look, come on. Just want to let you know, unfortunately, you didn't make the team. Um, but, like, you know, we'll be having trials next year, blah, blah, blah. Like, just want to let you know, well done. So I was like, Russian, because I was pissing in the door. So I was like, Yeah, yeah, all right, bye, bye, bye. Hung up. But my biggest regret to this day is not asking why. Because, yeah. you know, based on the, yeah, the trials, the but yeah, so yeah. since that day I decided to focus on little bit because I'm bad GA wasn't for me. You just say fuck this. Politics, you know? <laughs> That's mad. I would have thought like it was because you did unbelievable at rugby and blah blah blah. No. Because you can't make this like shine and everything else. <laughs> yeah, and I was definitely only talking about the last day about like swimming. Like oh, I was never the that. No, because I'm not swimming so I'm saying of course. Oh, I was are you a swimmer because your body is? Are you, do you have a good body because you're a swimmer? Like, were you a rugby player because you were strong, uh, quick? Or did you become strong and quick because you played rugby? I don't really know, to be honest with you. Like, I suppose... What do you like it? I mean, I look at the rest of my family, they were all kind of like, real fit and real fast. Yeah. But I probably didn't really have the fitness that they all had. Yeah, yeah, the explosiveness. It was a bit less agile and it was a bit like, kind of, tra- turned like a train. It's probably the only thing that I actually kind of... I think in my first year I was no good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you start? Like six or seven. Oh. And then I kind of just... Yeah, I know. But oh, I wasn't good at six, like... I was terrible. But I suppose it was one of those things that probably was no good at anything else and it was the only thing I had a tiny bit of a knack for, so I yeah. just worked really hard and put my mind to it because... Yes. 
It's probably you know, I always wanted to play sports. Yeah, and then it's probably my only avenue into it after everything else. I just think that's like it's just so unbelievable. No, it's not luck. I was going to say you're lucky. But obviously, if I know luck's involved. In I know injury. Have you ever had injury? I've had a lot. Yeah. Have you? Like I've had some unfortunate times, and then obviously. All my opportunities have come from other people's injuries, and yeah, I sort of think like yeah, yeah it works a lot to have me back from him because the opportunities I've got have been for yeah, other people. What was the what was the worst injury then? Oh, I think it was under twenties. I broke my toe. Okay, right. oh, boo-hoo. it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> when you have to scrummage. Well, yeah. I after a few days, I couldn't scrummage, so I was right. out for like six months. Fucked off. And I to Eventually, was coming back. It was still at me, and then. And my third game back from a broken toe, I like did my ankle right. and like ripped the syndesmosis like ligament off the bone and had a fracture. For sure. I was out for the whole season, so then kind of. What age is that? 20, 21. That's a big time. Like, like the two kind of. That was that's like when you're at twenty, that kind of looking. Yeah. That's like when you're and then 22, 23, I broke my hand. Okay. And then I've had like a few minor injuries, broke my cheekbone. About six months ago. Did you fuck? Yeah. The thing with rugby dog, if you break your hand or your foot or whatever, you're using every part of the body. You you break a finger in soccer, you can still train like yeah. you can't train in rugby because you're yeah. fucking smashed. Yeah. Um it is. Uh so sixteen you're obviously doing well at rugby. Seventeen, doing good at rugby, yeah. Yeah, all going well. Yeah. When did you realise I would really want to do this, I should go for this hundred percent? I think it was um so that was my goal when I was like in school was yeah. to play like under 18 school because there was like a picture of someone who played at my right. school and I just thought it was the best yes, thing yeah. I was just like I want that yeah. so I worked really hard for it and then I remember mean, like to the under 18 schools and then the thing was over mm. and then like I worked really hard that year I'm working for it I don't know what it was but I remember I was going to like eat a brownie breakfast the next day and they're like half bit it and I was like you know what this has gone so well so far so I'm kind of like I reckon I can keep going there and going for keep working hard. So like, put the body down, put it back. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try and go for this. And then kind of, probably ever since that day, I kind of thought I'd kind of make a... That's mad. Try and be professional. But my goal before that was always like, I don't know, 18 school. Yeah, so like, which you did. I've never really seen past it. Yeah. And then obviously when I achieved that, I was kind of like, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's really Yeah, but you can't be looking at it. And my, one of my mates was, he's... Uh, really good golfer and I remember him telling me like there's no point looking at McElroy because he's a freak like yeah. and, and, and comparing yourself to him he's like forget your man's name the amateur he's like if I get to that level then I, I know I've done well yeah. you know, there's no point looking at too far ahead you have to have achievable goals like under 18 is obviously unbelievably hard but yeah I look at the ladder but yeah. it's not that long of course 100% dream yeah, you might never get, but yeah, it worked for exactly. Um, right, so then at what 18, 19, you went to college, you did commerce, yeah, yeah, did the college academy then, so yeah. So, did like I've heard the stories of like people just getting to do whatever course they want because they're in with a football team. Did Connacht, like, was that? No, I got my course. I got my Did they like, did they, they help you in any way? Oh, like I was it, oh, went to uni, but then you do get help in the sense that, like, because you're never in, yeah, really came in some natural with the senior team. But I actually never really, I didn't go to university. Yeah. I tried to for the first two months. Well, I did it, but that was for different reasons. 
left at 23. So five, five years. years. Yeah. And you probably learned an awful lot. So oh, you probably were unbelievable players. Like. Yes. Well, I remember my first year there, we had Bunyaki, Randy Henshaw. I suppose they're in different positions to me. Yeah, yeah. Then in my position, we had Ron Hill, you, Nathan White, who played for Ireland in the last six months prior to that. And then. Holy shit. Yeah, we had some real good hookers too. Tom McCartney, Dave Heffernan, who's playing for Ireland at the moment. Shane Delahunt is probably not far off it. Fucking hell. I loved it. But it was, yeah. It's not going to work like your own province is kind of yeah. the dream of some I was dreamed of. No, I actually got to do it. It's pretty, yeah, it was awesome. That's insane. And you represented Ireland as well, lad. Just under 20s, yeah. Yeah, but under 20s in, in rugby, Ireland is is nearly bigger than obviously under 21s in soccer. A lot more people, there's a lot more hype and a lot more people talk about it. Yeah, I've seen you. I don't know what it is. I think it's probably because it's on our team and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. You probably have a lot of old players doing the commentary for it. Or yeah. A lot of... Because it's not just the up-and-coming players, it's also the up-and-coming coaches. Yeah. And the up-and-coming refs. Like, a lot of lads I play with in 20s are playing for Ireland now. A lot of the lads that coach me when I was in the 20s are either yeah. coaching professional yeah. UFC teams or some of them actually coaching Ireland now. Scrum coaches, the other scrum coach now. And then the referees, so, like, look at the rugby game last time, and I was like, that guy from the 20s and... It's yeah, obviously, like, it's kind of that progression, yeah. yeah. I think everyone kind of just likes to look at it and kind of, like, obviously follow their career from there. Serious. Um, so, it's for, I think it was 20, I don't know, what, did, what year? So, 23, what do you know? 26. Three years ago, so, what, 2018, 2019. <coughs> you finished up at college. Yeah, so, I was 23. So, when you, when I say finish up, was it, like, you were offered another contract or you decided, oh, I'm going to travel? Yes. Well, was it wasn't offered another contract. Yeah, is that how it goes, like? Yeah. It's just life is one day and we're like, sorry, we've gotten here. That's it? Yeah, and then... And you've got nothing... Do you, at that point then, do you have offers from other teams? I do. It was very late in the year, um, and obviously a lot of teams had the recruitment done by then, because yeah. the next season starts in July or pre-season. And then obviously, as bad as it sounds, Connacht kind of play a lot of from Leinster and Munster, yeah. but it's never really... The road. The way around. Yeah. So once you leave Connacht... Probably not much space for you. Well, yeah, there's some exemptions, but probably not much space for exemptions. So yeah, so I was trying to get teams elsewhere, but was having no luck. And then probably by the time my career should be finished, but I got the stroke of luck and got invited into the Sunwolves, and that's kind of like helped to kick on for three That was a little weird, though. That was Sunwolves was in Japan. Japan, yeah, they were a Japanese team. That's mad. And how did that go about, like? Yeah, so my own agent and he. You hold on, go back there. He said, What? An agent. An agent. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not a big deal, but I got a fucking agent. Like, Everyone does. <laughs> do you do the fuck? Yeah. From what age do you have an agent? 19, 18. And how does that work? They basically just try and get you a game and help you accomplish. Yeah. Kind of get the best thing for you because. They approach you. Yeah. Know, so they approach yeah. Uh, so he contacted a team in New Zealand and then. Um, the Sunwolves coach used to coach me in uh, in Connacht I was like under 20 but he also used to coach that team in New Zealand right. and they basically rang him up asking him about me yeah. and then he was just like oh I really want to go overseas and I'm like yeah he goes how would you like to come to Japan next year on Facebook and then yeah it's kind of if it wasn't for that I'd probably be wasn't be playing rugby professionally so. oh honestly I was having no luck and then from that I got into New Zealand and then now we're going to Canada so do you, like would there not even be opportunities in France and places like that not France, Italy yeah, I don't think about it wasn't an option at the time 
So I'll probably watch out with somebody like that. You get to see another pair of the yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You get an awful lot of boys that would stay in one place because they're they'll just won't give up and they'll keep trying to get, play with that one team and then and then they're like as you say, just say oh fuck it I didn't make it and that's it yeah no, keep playing keep playing the best yeah, there's avenues everywhere you just have to find an opportunity that suits you and see the well because I got to travel and then obviously got to keep playing rugby and ah uh, yeah I probably yeah probably wouldn't have hung around too long if I'm being honest yeah yeah what would you have done. What would you do? Well, it's silly comments, so I probably would have tried and done something better. Something business here, like. Yeah. Have you any idea? No. Because it's like, <laughs> the middle of the Yeah, it might come in the next year or two, so I have to be prepared, but, but I still don't have a few solid nerves when I get to that point. Yeah. Like, I've done lots of work experience and you have a lot of connections. Had a few little jobs and, yeah. Um, I'm using my connections, I suppose. So you're in Japan, you're there for what, six weeks total? So two weeks in Japan, four weeks in. Between Australia, South Africa, and Argentina. How would there be many Irish boys on there? Uh, I was the only Irish person on the Sunwolves team. How would there be many English players? There was a few South Africans, yeah. heaps of New Zealanders, and then there was a Georgian, and then the rest were Japanese. Serious? Yeah. And then down under, well, down under, New Zealand yeah. is down under doing yet. How would that come about? Just a player of Sunwolves. Was that the, 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 the coach? Is it? Is he the coach of Sunwolves and then the New Zealand team? He used to coach the New Zealand okay. team. They're called Tango. Well, I never went there, but they're in the same league, Mario 10, is what I was trying to get into. So what's the, the league, what's the league set up in New Zealand? They have two competitions. They have Super Rugby. Right, that's the top one, is it? Yeah, and then they have NPC or Mario 10 or whatever right. means it changes. It's like sponsorship name every year. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of called something different. Yeah. But it's like provincial rugby. Right. Okay. So the best way to compare here would be like the All Ireland Championship. Right. So like, not 22 teams, but like 14. Serious. Um, and the team you went to New Zealand, they are in the, the Moisture team. Yeah. Nice. Candies Manica. That was good crack. It was different. Yeah, it was very. Um, what, did you play for two or three teams in the team? Uh, I played for a few, to be honest. Did you? Yeah, so I played for Candies for two seasons. Then I went to Canterbury for a year, but I didn't actually play. They just had like a lot of depth ahead of me. So Got, didn't get a look at it. Well, you actually played physically with your trainer with them. Yeah, trainer with them was contracting for the year, but then didn't get a game. Then literally just finished with Northland there two months ago. Serious? Which is in the same competition. Did you get one of the games? Did you feel? Yeah, I wasn't too glad. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing a little bit there, though? Yeah, I played, I missed the first half with a broken cheekbone, and then I played like most of the last games of the season, since I was back, maybe like four or six, I think it was. Serious. Um, and the next step is Canada. It is. Ireland. Ireland, Japan, New Zealand, Canada. At the same time, who would have predicted, like, when you were 18, 19, that that's what the, the route? Yeah. I'll tell you that, yeah. Also, if someone else has, like, had my dreams now, I'd probably yeah. still be in Ireland, but yeah. after having the last few years, I think, I don't think I'd be. Prior to moving to Ireland, yeah. I don't think I want that to happen. I think exactly. I think what's happened to me is probably. Since me personally going to the ground and I've had the best time ever from that. Serious. What's New Zealand like as a whole? It's like Ireland better weather. That's what I do. Exactly. Really good outdoors stuff, yeah. Everyone's supposed to be very sound. Great crew of people, yeah. Nice weather, nice beaches. 
Nice, really nice coffee shops. Yeah. Something I kind of miss to come back. Yeah, please say one step, no? I worked in the bar for two months because I was out of contract. Right. And then I actually worked at the bar there the last month before I moved home. So they were calling me that one before this time. I was cleaning dishes in a beer. That's mad. Yeah, it's good for I love love working in the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a difference for me. Yeah, it's too hard to go. Tough to keep up the trend though because like the nights were work well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a real stranger thing where I work compared to where I was used to. I yeah. work like six for one. Yeah. Get up at twelve, just have a big mass of sleep and do my um training. Yeah. Go to the beach for an hour because it's on this lovely beach side. Yeah. And then chill at the beach for an hour and do a work side and then do it all over again. Mad. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's I don't know why I'd say, uh, well, you have to be a man of routine, no, to make it, to make it that, no. Oh, no, I am. All right. Oh, well, you have to, yeah. To make it, to make it, like, you have to have training, you have to have your diet, like, yeah. does that, does that just come easy to you? Oh, uh, I would say it's kind of a lot easier now than it was when I was younger. Yeah. But when I was younger, I was pure, like, motivational driven. Yeah. Like, had to do this and, like, would get real, like, anxious if I didn't train for a day or something like that. I'd be, like, real on edge. And then I think, I suppose when you do it for long enough, you kind of just get it's into the habit of it. You, like, get up and you're like, well, oh, I have to train. And you don't really get that kind of, like, dreading feeling. Yeah. You get it sometimes, yeah. but not half as much as you used to. And then you kind of just, like, what you have to do is you don't really get this kind of like sense of worry that you didn't do everything today or yeah. it's kind of like you get up and you're like oh just, just do it get up train and then you can enjoy the day exactly yeah, and exactly. then I'll if I have stuff to do that day I'll have them built into my training yeah and so if you're in contract with one of these professional teams you're training how many times a day a week so at the moment because we're like in the off season but like we're building for the pre-season so you don't want to get injured so it's like four gym sessions and three running sessions. Right. So it's like, what, four days training a week? Four or something? Right. And so let's say when you were, yeah, one of these teams in the middle of the season, would you have time to do any training yourself? Because... Oh, uh, it wouldn't be like a proper gym or... It would be just well, more mobility and stretching and stuff. Yeah, it'd be like a lot of rehab and recovery. And like going to the sauna, going to the pool. That's not too bad. I was about to say sometimes kind of relaxing. <laughs> the rehab is the most annoying part because yes. you feel like, ah, I don't want to do it. It's not that big of a deal, but it's just as important. Yeah. Like, a lot of it's built into your gym. So you yeah. kind of, when you get up to the gym, you do your warm up. So the only kind of extra stuff you made would be like maybe extra skills, but you wouldn't do it for too long because you'd have a game that weekend. Yeah. If you spent two hours on the pitch passing by yourself, yeah, you'd yeah. probably do more harm than good. Yeah. Yeah, it'd probably be reflected in your performance. Negatively. Um, like, what, 10 minutes after a gym, you might do some passing. I'd say you've seen some animals in the gym. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Who's the biggest animal in the gym, Matt? I don't know. Um, probably Joe Moody. He's very just a beast. Yeah? yeah? What would these boys be lifting? A lot. <laughs> what do you lift? Give us your deadlift. I don't deadlift at all. Do I deadlift? I haven't tested in a long time. So yeah, what's what's would you be doing chest press, any of the basic bench, squat? That's it. Chins. What's on the bench? The squat's fucking ridiculous. I wouldn't want to hear it and fucking I'd be disgusted. Um so, anyway, so what do you think? I suppose these are similar enough questions. What was the toughest part, toughest moment in your career? I know injuries are always bad, but was it disgusting? The 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 toe and back to back. Yeah. You could be done. Not that I was done, it was just so long. Yeah. And like, when you're getting up every morning to do rehab, 
gym and fitness every day as well because like yeah. you have to keep that. I have to keep well, fitness so like on the bike every day and yeah. just hard yeah. <laughs> and then like, I was doing uni as well I just I just didn't want to be there yeah. at the time but you kind of just had to keep going and yeah. probably the best thing for me though because like I wouldn't put on a lot of signs yeah. that injury could yeah. really help you help me because I was probably small for a prop yeah. still am but so. I had to like do like a lot of like heavy lifting weight wise and probably would have put on a lot of signs through those injuries two things on that so you said that okay it's a, it's a tough time would you have a sports psychologist would Carlton know that yeah and you, how would you be? Would they have meetings whichever week, or would you contact them? Uh, you'd have a subscribe meeting every month or two. Yeah, just know your general, just everything. Chat. Might need me to do with sport. That's the only thing you want to talk about. That's yeah, that could be anything to do with like sports psychology, of course, yeah, around like visualization and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Do you yeah. find that very beneficial? Yeah. Serious. Definitely, I do a lot. Um, and you were saying about you put on size. I found, like, let's say if I'm trying to bulk up to eat, like, 5,000 calories, and I can't, I, I love when you look down, it's like, oh, you're bulking, eh? <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is that one of the hardest parts, like, because I could imagine it's either your, your, your body's like that, because you can't, it must be so hard to shovel off so much calories into it. Yeah. Uh, like, because I'm probably shorter. Yeah. But, like, when I'm, like, putting on too much weight I don't want to put too much on because I yeah. can't move as much yeah. due to like my height yeah. but probably more kind of like maintaining weight and like kind of booking the same time and leaning out because <laughs> I do a lot yeah. but now I've often like would have struggled with weight my early part of the career and now yeah. it's kind of like the opposite I'm like you're trying to keep so you're trying to keep down you, you're try, you couldn't put it on and then you want to keep it down yeah you know, like I was real right and like I'd, always, I'd be eating loads like I'd be having yeah. massive days of eating but like like what's it like just oh, just I have forced myself into it and you know, yeah. two or three days yeah. like, and stuff was doing <laughs> <laughs> again please tell me a story she's like we were in the bagel shop in San Francisco and we all had a big massive bagel and we were just like ready to roll out the place and Cora was like do you mind if I just have a second one there, please? I was like, what? <laughs> but that must be... Yeah. It was like that. Like, I, have, I have a massive appetite and... Okay, you like... I like, at lots. Okay. I kind of tried to eat a bit leaner. I'm not probably a bit why I didn't put on the size as much as... Yeah. But I was doing heaps and eating heaps. Yeah. And like... Would you just I have the same weight now as I was since I Just more muscle. muscle. Just more muscle, yeah. And would you have just the protein goal? Is that the main thing? Oh, just probably calories. Just calories. Yeah, just... As long as you have calories. I don't think I never really had the massive, like, increase of weight. I probably just ate as much, but like, quantity-wise, as yeah. much, but probably, like, try to keep it a bit, like, healthy. Like, I wouldn't go off eating chips and burgers. Or yeah. Like, it'd be more kind of, like, a lot of wraps. Or, like, That's what I find the hardest. Like, it's easy to get calories with shit. Yeah. But to get good calories, you have to really be in tune. Like, yeah. You have to have all your... I don't really count them enough. Yeah, which you never. Just, you just eat so much stuff for you. Just did it itself, yeah. like. but no, my appetite's gone way down since then. Yeah. But that's what a lot of like top athletes say, and the people that are really fit and in good shape. I'd be like, do you, do you track your calories? Like, nah, I kind of just know it now. You know, you kind of know yeah. yourself. No, you have to eat a day. And like, you know, if you don't eat that meal, you're probably going to be a bit lighter by the end of the week, sort of thing. Yeah, you kind of know. Eat that, you know, which probably yeah. push you over the edge. Literally, I'd be like. Okay, I know I'm going to be whatever eighty. I can wake up in the morning, kind of feel it. I'm like, I'm going to be half a kg lighter. Yeah. You just, yeah, I suppose you just know it. Right, we'll we'll, we'll finish off with.
goals for the next five years. Do you go to Canada? What's the team in Canada? I'm Toronto Owls. Nice. Yeah. Are you all set up? Would they set you up with a gap? Um, Are you yes. close? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have. So there's like a combination. Yeah, so. Would you know? Like, 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 I know where to them. Yeah. From, from Ireland. From Ireland and stuff like that. And then I'd probably know of a lot from New Zealand because they're good there through mutual friends and stuff like that. But probably never, I'll meet them all next week. Serious? But, no, they were all in the combination. Oh, well, it's optional to take it, but there's an accommodation of pardon blocks. Right. But most of that just stand, so. Dangerous, it could be good. <laughs> well, let's just say it's good. <laughs> so if it's negative, it amplifies it, but it's positive. You see all them go to the gym. the best thing ever, yeah. yeah it's always a bit of crack. So what's, what's the goal? So go there and it up. Yeah, probably try and play the best I can play and then see what I can get myself on. How long is I going to try for? Six months. Six months. Did you take earlier? Yeah, because their season what? February to June. So it's practically a one year, one season. It's one year, but like. But still, it's not really because you're only getting paid for seven months. I think so. And that's it? Yeah. And then it's the off season. So that off season, you're not getting paid. You should like either get a job or. I have a contract here. But you can get a new contract through the off season. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, it's just at the end of the season. I get it, yeah. yeah. Sorry about so, the moment, but yeah, that'd be part of the five year goal. Get a Jesus, it's a team. It's, it's tough, tough like, isn't it? Mentally, yeah. You know, the, you're not guaranteed into. Yeah, well, that's the nature of what I've chosen. Of course, just because yeah. of the path I'm trying to follow. But yeah. some people obviously, if they want that, they'll do two or three years. Serious. Yeah, no, I haven't had a, a long term contract in the last three years, so that's probably my goal for the next five years. Get a long term contract. Just when you get two to three, you're touching on thirty. This gets more exciting. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just that. Hopefully, plan a long term contract and then see what happens from there. Serious. Colin, absolute pleasure, my friend. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks for having me. <laughs>